0: This is episode 14 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Teresa, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode. And find out more about our show at familylife.org.
1: Facing a whole new day is a lot easier when you remember that God is in charge. You're listening to Rise Up on Family Life.
2: C.S. Lewis says, forgiveness is a lovely idea until you have to
3: forgive.
0: (laughs) Isn't that the truth? Uh, Yeah. As usual, right on point, C.S. Lewis.
3: Forgiveness is a topic that, uh, what do we have? How much time do we have? I could go on for two hours I
2: know, right?
3: On, on this thing. And uh, so I'll start and I'll try to keep it on the, the briefer side of version. You know, it's not my testimony is how I got saved or anything, but uh, it is my story. When people say, what difference has God made in your life? Uh, forgiveness is the topic and it comes from uh, our marriage and uh many pe- people who know me at all have heard this story uh some several times because it's such a huge part uh of of my life and our family's life really um and 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 what i do i compare it to how the world would react versus how god tells us to mm-hmm. react and it comes back to uh, our marriage audrey and i have been married uh, coming up on 33 years but uh, about, uh, and it's hard to even pinpoint it exactly because it went on for a few years, but uh, about 10 years into our marriage, uh, and I hate to use the word affair because that makes it too um, worldly. Uh, I ripped her heart out. I broke our vows, and uh, and she uh, filed for divorce. Now, she didn't go through with it because of something that was this amazing Still to this day, I mean, we we talk about it uh, here. You know, twenty-something years later, we talk about it again. She had filed for divorce, but she had a vision or a dream, whatever. But God gave her something, and she had had godly wisdom, a godly counsel from pastors, from people who knew the Lord well, and said, "Get out of that marriage." Hmm. And so it was from good counsel, you know, and she had every right to. And and I I would agree with that as another person looking in on it. It's like certainly you could divorce. She had this vision that God gave her. Our son, who was about five or six at the time, was outside uh, in our front yard and getting beat up by a bully. Just this huge bully was beating him up. And she went outside and chased off the bully. And that's, that was the vision or dream she had. And afterwards, God said, it was just so clear to her. She said, God said, why, why did, are, are you mad at your son? You know?'" Hmm. And she goes, no, of course I'm not mad at my son. He was getting beat up by a bully. And he goes, that's exactly how I want you to treat your husband during this situation. Ooh. Don't be mad at him. Be mad at the bully beating him up. Mm. And from that point on, she forgave me. She acted in forgiveness. She changed her whole attitude instead of being. And we were defensive at each. other. I was defensive. Mm. She was argumentative. You know, that went on, obviously. And then she acted in forgiveness and love the way God tells us to do it, mm. you know, Love your enemy. And I was the enemy at the time. Believe me. And I understand that. And so uh, that changed my heart. And uh, so fast forward, you know, now to 2022, we've been married 33 years. Uh, We don't forget that situation. We uh, instead of saying, oh, I wish it hadn't happened. And certainly neither of us wish it had happened. But we focus on, when we're right, we focus on the, look what God's done. Mm. Look what God's done. There's been so many instances in our life, our adult children, we have great relationships with our adult children. We kept the communication lines open through the entire uh, situation uh, when age appropriate, you know, for each time, because they were five, six, seven years old at the time. And uh, it's just forgiveness has changed my life. Uh, I know when I tell that story, every time there's going to be women, especially, that go like, you did What? And at first that bothered me. It's like, oh, no, what are people going to think of me? Until God made it very clear to me and it's like, you know, I, the way I look at it, if one person can hear this story of forgiveness and what difference it can make in your life, it doesn't matter what other people think. As long as I'm right with God, as long as I'm right with, right with my wife, as long as I'm right with my kids, really nothing else matters to me. It really doesn't because of that situation. I don't care what people think of me. I want to be right with God and everything else falls in place.
2: You tell such a great account of Audrey forgiving you. Was there a process of you forgiving you?
3: Oh, certainly. Mm. Yeah. I, when I would focus on the, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. Oh, I'm such an idiot. Oh, I made such bad choices. And all that is true. But when I focused on that, it didn't help the process of healing. Mm. Uh, I, I had to forgive myself to say, look, God is bigger than my mistake. God has forgiven me. And so... Okay, I move on. So that's a great question, Therese, because when I focused on the, oh, no, look what I did, it was bad. But when I focused on, look what God has done, Mm. and look what he's doing in the process, that's helped my healing even today.
2: You know I'm a fan of the book Forgiving What You Can't Forget from Lisa Turkhurst. And one of the ways that she describes forgiveness is like a weapon. And you say, well, if there is a weapon, there has to be a battle. So what is the battle against? And she says the battle is for freedom. Hmm. And that idea that you're free, you're free from, if it's the case of forgiving yourself, you're free from the guilt, you're free from the shame. If it's a a battle of forgiving somebody else, you're free from all that anger and all that hard feeling and all of that negativity, the bitterness, the root of bitterness that begins to set in your life that makes you bitter, not just against the person who you need to forgive, but against like the whole world. Have you ever met somebody who just seems like they're in a bad mood for 40 years, you know, it probably goes back to something that they need to forgive and they just haven't. And that is, that's not how God wants us to live. I mean, if you know Jesus, you know that he wants you to live in love and joy and peace, patience, kindness, all of the fruits of the Spirit. And you can't do that if you're holding on to bitterness, if you're not forgiving people.
0: The idea of weapon and freedom, those two words are really interesting because Forgiveness, uh, when you think about a weapon, it's an active thing. And forgiveness is an active choice. It's not a passive uh, acceptance that what the other person or what I did was actually okay and we can smooth it over now. Not at all. When there's something to forgive, it's acknowledging what is right and what should have been right but wasn't. And now we can move forward knowing what the right thing is. It's an active choice, kind of like a, a weapon is an active thing versus a shield, which is a defensive thing.
3: And speaking of active, you know, we're supposed to be—we're supposed to go about our day, whether it's at work or wherever, and, and, and proclaim Jesus as Lord. You know, whatever that mm-hmm. looks like to you and, and, and doing that. Because of the situation and because of forgiveness that Audrey and I were in, but the forgiveness has increased our ministry. We mm-hmm. now can— go to people and we have many times individually as large groups we can now go to people and talk uh from a place where we were and how god has made a difference uh with that forgiveness attitude so so when you're going through a problem just look at it as you're on the other side and it increases your ministry it really does I love that you use the word attitude, a
2: forgiveness attitude, you know, because you you want to go to the Bible, you know, for how to live, especially on issues like this. And Colossians tells us to forgive as the Lord forgave you. And so I think, well, how how did Jesus forgive me? (laughs) If I'm going to forgive in the way that he forgave, Jesus forgave me before I was even thought of by my parents. You know, I mean, Jesus forgave me hundreds of years before I was even born. Jesus forgave me before I committed any sins. So if we're going to have that same forgiveness attitude, we have to be prepared to forgive before anything happens that needs to be forgiven. Oh, wow. I mean, that is the attitude of a Christian. If you're truly going to live Colossians, you have to live with an attitude of just, oh, I wasn't offended, you know, and and it's funny because sometimes people will say, you know, I really need to apologize for this thing that happened. And my response will be like, what is the thing that happened? Because <laughs> I don't, you know, and they'll say, well, this and 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 a lot of times it's something that is in their heart. Like they'll say, when I said that, you know, I was feeling this toward you and I'll be like, I, I'm not forgive, You know, I'm not. I'm not offended but that sounds like something maybe that you know you need to reconcile with God if it's bothering you but it's not bothering me like the slate is clean with me and so I would just encourage you to keep that list very short and and if you're struggling if you, there is something that somebody said to you or did to you and I know people can do horrible horrific things to one another but just go to the Lord again and again and ask him how can I forgive this person? Help me to forgive this person. Because the enemy would love for you to replay that thing in your mind every day. The enemy would love for you to feel rotten toward that other person. The enemy would love for you to be looking for a way that you can get that person back. That is not how God wants you to live. God wants you to live in freedom. Freedom from all of those horrible feelings that you have and and feelings are good because they they help to point us to the Lord. You can take your feelings to him and say, I'm feeling whatever it is, God can handle it. God mm. wants to hear it. Yeah. And
0: and and all of those things being our choice that we can make, right? To make that heart change in ourselves praying asking the Lord to give us that heart. That's forgiveness. It's a different thing than reconciliation. Because you can choose to forgive, really, as as much easier as it is to say than it is to do, anything. Anything can be forgiven on our side. Reconciliation can only happen when both sides recognize what happened in the situation, and there can be a full and complete healing of the relationship. That part isn't always possible this side of heaven. The other person may not have the Holy Spirit to lead them to a place of accepting your forgiveness, they may always remain bitter. They may never decide to see the light the way you have. They may never come out of that that cell, that prison of bitterness and resentment that you've chosen to in that relationship. We can always forgive, but reconciliation has to happen on both sides. It's like Romans says, uh, uh, chapter 12, verse 18, if possible, Paul says, if possible, right. so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Never let it be your choice that's keeping this relationship from being reconciled. Always have like you said the attitude of forgiveness, reconciliation, that's between them and God. If you've already opened that door of forgiveness.
1: Of course we're happy. You're here. Why wouldn't we be? Thanks for listening to Rise Up on Family Life.
2: I got to do some shopping, got to go get my Mother's Day gift. Oh, for, wait, for mom. Wait, wait, for your mom. Okay, this I couldn't believe. Most moms, uh-huh. most, most moms, buy their own Mother's Day gift. Oh, oh your own. Oh, most, yeah. huh. most. I was surprised by that because wow. I've never purchased my own yeah. Mother's Day gift. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have built online wish lists. <laughs> well, yeah. And I might have sent a link for a brunch that I thought looked good. But I would never Never. buy my own Mother's Day. Never, ever.
1: We're giving out smiles that you can wear all day. This is Rise Up on Family Life.
3: I'm shocked. Tim and I are both shocked. Therese kind of said this is right, but I, I'm shocked that the circumference of a ping pong ball yeah. is about 4.9 inches. And I thought that's much bigger than I thought a ping Way pong ball. Way too big. But Therese said that makes sense because it's like, what, about this? Well, it's like about inches. this wide and then, yeah. I well, there's the next like this. thing. Yeah, I'm shocked about that. But here's the next thing. Steve? Why would you bring up the circumference of a ping pong ball? See,
2: I was not shocked at all by <laughs> no, the well,
0: Teresa and I point. are together on that yeah, one.
3: Okay, good point. Sometimes I'm a little random. However, there's a there's a method to this madness. Uh, what was it yesterday? Stacking uh, M&Ms was right. a Guinness record. Yes, this guy has a brand new record. He didn't even know this record existed, which a lot of these categories you don't know. Huh. He was sitting watching a video online of someone measuring the circumference of their own tongue, and uh. decided. He goes, huh, hey, I'll give it high. And, um, and <laughs> I think he said something like that. Give it high. And <laughs> he now has the Guinness Book of World Records for the biggest uh, circumference of a tongue, 4.8 inches, almost the circumference of a ping pong ball. Almost.
0: What, so what oh, you, almost. Well, so to you and I, Steve, then, that doesn't seem as big as it really is, apparently, because well, it's I like, mean, hey, well, ping pong ball. I mean, ball. as he said, I,
2: I, 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 uh-huh. I, really I know a category.
1: Really? A category? I know that. If you're looking for fun, hope, and encouragement, you've come to the right place. This is Rise Up with
0: Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Flavor combinations. Some ones out there, we know they work. Sweet and salty. Yeah, mm. they're different, but it actually works really well. Crunchy and slurpy. Would, would anyone, <laughs> would, well, would you do this? Oh, apparently slurpy. they do it in the South. They put peanuts uh-huh. in your cola. Like in the bottle, you yes in in pour them in. You drink the soda pop, yeah, and yeah. at the end, right? You just eat the peanuts oh, at the end. I guess I mean it, it, it makes some sense. It is sweet and salty, but then there's that whole right. okay, but it's a beverage. And it's a snack thing. It, 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 uh, like, <laughs> they oh say <laughs> that it started for a good reason. They say it was because, well, workers, they did, a, did dirty hands in the middle of the day, uh-huh. didn't want to reach into the bag of peanuts and then also be drinking their soda pops, so right. they just well, pour <laughs> them in right in. Yeah, there. You see, I'm thinking how that could work maybe on a road trip. That makes sense. You know, you got your hands free. Maybe next time you get a cola at the drive through they say do you want fries with that you know what just go ahead just put them right in there for me actually save me some time coffee
1: check music check fun and encouragement check and check it's rise up with steve therese and tim on family life
3: one of the things uh, we learned we could be a fun thing to do today, is is, is call somebody uh-huh. and then just tell them you're too busy to talk and hang up. You know that that could be a fun. thing. I mean, should Seems we? Not should nice, we really? Ben. He'll know something's up when he sees.
2: That, I know, right? But that's okay. So we are calling our boss right now. Let's see <laughs> if this works. Hello.
3: Hey, it's Steve, Teresa, and Tim. Rise hey, up on Family Dave, Life. Hello. We're too busy we can't talk right now yeah sorry um okay
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're right that is fun it is <laughs> fun that's fun to do yeah
3: one of our oh, things to oh. do today call up someone and tell him you're too busy to talk it's a lot of fun you, oh, try, it. you try it I you're you, you, you calling about my vehicle's factory warranty <laughs> <laughs> no we're calling them next
1: <laughs> oh good okay starting your day with fun and encouragement this is rise
2: up on family life
3: uh, what great memories. Trees! you have memories, don't you? Bringing your kids to work. I know I do. Oh, so
2: fun. They oh. loved coming with mom to the radio station oh. for the day. Yeah, yeah. It
3: really is a lot of fun. And Tim, someday, yeah. soon hopefully, mm-hmm. little Aurora will be a you'll bring oh. little Aurora to work on Take Your Kid to Work Day. Yeah. And that's today. I wonder if other other folks uh have memories of take your kids to can we go to the Let's oh, let's, yeah. let's go to the time phone. Yeah, see, yeah. see if anybody a time phone. George Washington speaking.
1: Catch you at a bad time?
3: Well, our school district schedule take your child to work day the same morning as our crossing of the Delaware. So we've got a lot on our hands, which we will be keeping to ourselves and inside the boat at all times. Correct, children?
2: All right, let's try for another one. This is Benjamin Franklin.
0: What are you up to for Take Your Kid to Work Day?
2: Well, mischief as usual. The boy and I decided to take a break and go fly his favorite kite. Oh, we better get a move on, though. Some weather is rolling in.
3: Uh, let us know how that goes. Uh, we have time for one more.
2: This is Eve. Hey, so how are you and Adam celebrating Take Your Kid to Work Day?
3: Hey, Hang on. work day do you
0: know
2: what a work is what's a kid sorry haven't heard of it oh we know what days are though
0: oh good um don't talk to any strange snakes okay
3: oh okay thanks for calling guys